It's me, her husband, Dave. Hey, I cut you off, Dave. But that's okay, because it's the Mother's episode, and I can do that. And we have a wonderful guest here today. Introduce yourself. I'm Leah Berman. I'm a mom. Leah Berman's a mom. I'm and a mom. stand-up comedian, comic, comic, comedian, whatever. I don't know the term. Am I? I guess I am. You are a stand-up. I am. That's how we met you, at least. It's true. Like, back in the day. And uh, what's up with this? This is Danzig, mother. And yeah. you know what? There's nothing more punk rock than being a fucking mom. Yeah, that's true. That's how I feel. All right, I'm with you. Just found out Rick Rubin produced the song. That's the only thing I know about it. Makes it a little less punk rock. No, Rick Rubin's awesome. Rick Rubin's awesome. That's, you know, real highly produced. No, Rick Rubin had the stripped down sound. You're so wrong about that. He's right. not heavily produced. Well, I'm starting the episode off on a wrong note. All right, well... Do you want to give a word? Wait, say, do you want a, a word from us? We should just start this whole thing over again. Nah, nah, pause, nah. Pause, pause. All right, I want to just clear, I want to clear my name. <laughs> okay. Hey, what's up? It's Dave. <laughs> hey, I'm Mary, and you're listening to Impress Me With Music. Yeah. Oh, I need to come closer. Here I am. I'm Leah. I'm here. All right, that's good. I like that take more. All right. Thought it's getting here all the takes. We're not actually going to edit this. This episode's about motherhood. Oh, and God. Motherhood is very sloppy and unorganized. It's disgusting. It's completely disgusting. I agree. Just like uh, this episode. It's yeah. Gonna, it's going to be a disgusting episode. And present day Danzig, if you look at him, yeah, he's pretty he's, disgusting. Uh, he's not doing so hot. But uh, we'll be right back. Let's uh, hear a little word from our sponsors. What's up, dudes? Hey, guys. I'm Tobes. I'm Jesse. And we're the host of Worst Contact, a show for aliens by humans, where we discussed every aspect of human life, such as death, life, juggalos, cats, LARPing, art, war, athleticism with world's greatest athlete, Action Ronnie Glibson. That's one of my favorite episodes. Hell yeah. Uh, we keep it fun, we keep it goof, we never script it, and we always have a good time. But don't bring the kids along, because we say naughty words. All on MachineCulture.com. Peace! You stumble across a very intelligent podcast listener. What do you do? Uh, I ask if they've ever heard of desks and day jobs. Well, for insight. Oh, they haven't, and they yes. want to know more. I tell them Destin Day Jobs is a D&D podcast that takes the humdrum life of four office workers and injects it with magic, adventure, and hilarious antics. All right, roll for perception. Yes. Oh, that's, uh, they're definitely interested. Uh, I grab their phones and subscribe them to Destin Day Jobs on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the Machine Culture website. Roll for sleight of hand. Wow, it's a critical hit. Yes. Yeah. They're subscribed. Do they have a dog? Uh, can the dog listen to the podcast? Uh, yeah. Roll for animal handling, I guess. Well, that doesn't work. Uh, uh, uh. But they're still interested in desks and day jobs. Yeah. 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 Desks and day jobs. Now part of the Machine Culture Collective. Huzzah. If you like what you see, take hands and grab it. Hurry, hurry. 
You don't need to keep saying that. Well, I they will, get it. I will. Well, you know what? It's like radio. You know, you just keep repeating shit. Uh, if you're just now tuning in, you're listening yeah. to impress me with music. <laughs> For some reason, you're Dave Metz, Mahovsky, guess, Leah Berman. <laughs> Leo, Leah, what do you think about this crazy immigration debate? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, you, 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 you want to go first? I mean, I'll plug I'll plug my mic because I always like to plug my mic because I think oh, it's yeah. the, I think it's the best mic in the city. You it, might be it's right. Just, I, it's it's a it's at the Logan Lounge in the Logan Theater in uh, Logan Square, hosted by me every Monday night at eight thirty. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, go to the mic. It's fun. It's fun. I can't go to the mic anymore because I'm a mom now. I mean, I can't do anything. And I let my husband do all the comedy. Look at that. That's me already complaining yeah. on the show. Isn't that what the mom show is about? Just yeah. complaining? Well, just a big fetch. We're just having a yeah. big fetch here. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to fetch. I do. I have a lot to fetch about. Oh, I my have, God. I have no upcoming shows. Oh, um, well, actually. No, I don't have any upcoming shows. It's better because it gets you out of the house and you have to be there. Yeah. I mean, I that's. I kept that. I was like, look. I'm not giving up the mic. Like I, that is that is my first baby. Okay, I, I I made that and I'm not giving it up. Like I cu- I had somebody take over for me like when I was in the hospital and like maybe a couple weeks after and then I was like I need to leave this house. And you got back on it a couple of weeks later. I got I just went to the I just was like I'm going to the mic. I was supposed to do a show the, the day after Sophie was born and I was like at the hospital. I'm like I can't. I'm no, sorry. you can't. You know, no, but, then, but this was weeks after. This was like a couple weeks after yeah. and I was like I gotta I gotta leave this house. Well, Sophie was late. Like she oh was, yes. Yeah. How late were you? So my due date was November 28th, and she was born on December 9th. Okay, so but, we are like the same. Yeah, but I had gone into the hospital on December 7th. Okay, so I went into the hospital on June 3rd. He was born on June 4th. 32 hours. I wanted to kill myself. Yeah, my my thing was super long. The great part was we had done this since since it was an induction. We had had this Me whole too. thing. Where we planned to like have our doctor, and we had this like super thing, and then our doctor was just off. By the time that I actually gave birth, I don't even know the name of the person who delivered. Who delivered? My child. I don't know. It was a lady. Where did you have a? Where did you University have a baby? of Chicago? Oh, nice. It was way more casual than I thought it would be. Like uh, I remember when they finally told me that I was like at ten centimeters and and ready to push. And, uh, like, nobody showed up for, like, another 40 minutes. And then it was just me, a nurse, and Dave, and, like, joggers. You but know? Then, I'm, I'm like, I mean, is this sand? Like, are, but then okay? after she came out, it's like mayhem. Yeah, Everybody yeah. rushes in. And, yeah. and you didn't have a boy. They have to deal with the penis. And you have to do the whole thing. And <laughs> well, she, the boy well, comes she, out. She, she she pooped on her way out. Oh, yeah. I pooped on his way out. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I, I pooped. She pooped. I'm, Did I'm, you poop, too? I'm sure I pooped. Wait, I pooped. Did I? I, I don't even remember. Did you, Did you watch? 
I thought you were going to ask me if I pooped. No. The answer is yes. Um, yeah, I watched. I, I, I wouldn't let Michael watch. I wasn't going to, but then I'm he like, wasn't. what am I going to not do it? Well, he said, Leah, I saw everything. It's not. You told yeah. me not to, but there, I saw everything. I it's saw quite captivating. Right. You, know, you can't look away from it. It's the miracle of life. What are you going to do? Look away? <laughs> It is. It's quite captivating. It's really one way to put it. A shower. Now, did you know that she was going to be a girl? I did know she was going to be a girl. See, I I knew, and I uh, I'm probably I made it the least surprising experience that it could be when I was like 11 weeks pregnant, and I finally got like, well, one we for some reason could not get an appointment for me to go see a doctor. I like didn't see a doctor until, no, I wasn't even 11 weeks pregnant. I didn't see a doctor until I was 13 weeks pregnant. Oh my God. Because they couldn't get me like an appointment. I was well, like, done with my first trimester. Oh my There's God. There's more to this story also, which what? was Mary thought that like, Mary wanted me to like make sure we got like the best uh, doctor and like, you know, what was the, we wanted like, um, I wanted a high risk doctor. I'm paranoid and Jewy. I thought yeah, and there was no reason. I thought everything was going to be wrong. There and of course, like, I had to have them talk down to me on the oh, phone. Uh, and they're like, oh "Sir, God. there's nothing wrong with your wife. Why yeah. would she get a high risk doctor?" Oh my and God. Then, so yeah, so they had to like re reschedule. Oh me. my God. They were like, "You zero qualified to see this like high risk." And then, then but then they special. kicked us to like a doula, and then we had to like switch that up and get like an actual yeah, doctor. Yeah, yeah I was well, like not well, fucking around with that shit. Yeah, of course. I'm no, yeah, I'm I, not I, that I, hippie dippy. Which, which doctors I, I, yeah. and fucking shamans? And, <laughs> I had no. Wiccans? I had a McDave be like, I need a medical professional. Like, they're not sending me to their, like, casual, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, casual fun time yeah, with a lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, so when I finally went, yeah, I was like, already past my first, I was like, well, I guess I'm in my second trimester. Here I am. But, so right pretty much at my first appointment, they offered me... Um, there's like a blood test right. you can do now and it will tell you how much of like the hormone is in your blood. So it's like an 80 something percent accurate. And that's uh, when you were gender, like, oh, it's a gender girl. test. Yeah. And so I did that test. It took like two weeks to come back. And so instead of waiting like a normal, like patient person, I found out via like an email, um, Letting me know, like, in a sentence, like, hey, it's a girl. And then I told Dave while he was at the gym. No, 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 no. I'll never remember. I'm sorry. I'll never forget. (laughs) I'll never remember. I'll never remember. So I was walking around um, the upstairs. You ever been to that mall? What's it called? Um... Southgate, Southgate Plaza. Plaza. It's like Clinton and... It's oh, like, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, there's a big target there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. Canal. Sorry. And so, um, I, I was down in the LA Fitness in the basement. And so, the um, U Chicago is like all yeah. the way up at the top. Yeah. And so, Mary is like coming down. Like, the escalator. But it's like you got to like walk around. Yeah. And go down and it's going to walk around again and go another round. So, like, I was down all the way down in the basement. And so, I, I'm, I'm like... Holy shit, she knows. So I start running up the escalator. I don't have my glasses on or anything. I'm coming straight from the gym. Uh, like, all that shit's in my locker. So I'm running around. No glasses, no keys, no wallet. Just, like, gym shorts and a t-shirt. And I run up the escalator. And I see Mary. And, um, or sorry, right before I saw Mary. Oh, man, it's really coming yeah, down. Yeah, it's coming down. Um, I, I, again, don't have my glasses on. I walk by the Whole Foods. And it said, uh, have fun with your grills this summer. Meaning, like, your grills. Yeah. Like, your, um whatever like your grill and uh, I thought it said girls I'm like holy shit I'm gonna have a daughter and I ran into Mary and Mary just goes it's a girl you know what I mean and I was like 
Like I knew, like I. But I. This had, is amazing. I had a premonition thirty seconds before I found we, out. Though we weirdly felt it, and neither of us are are that spiritual or that like, you know, woo woo about yeah. shit to be like we just felt it. But I, we kind of knew. It's interesting. There are no so far, and there are no uh, girls that have been born. To on any, my side of the family. To any of the sons on Dave's side of the family. He's got like nine cousins. Yes. So it's all my family it. has responded to the criticism in Hollywood and they've only cast women. That's it. In the upcoming. <laughs> and uh, my uh, niece, person of color, as it turns out. They're both white. I'm just... I thought it would be funny. It's it funny. Uh, well, I don't know. I didn't laugh. I did not know if uh, it was well, a boy or a girl. You didn't know at all? Came you out. waited? We waited. Why? I don't. I. It was crazy. It was crazy. I didn't want to know. I didn't want to know. I just wanted to be surprised. Did you want to know anything? Were you one of those people that was like, "Don't even tell me if they're if like something is wrong." I no. I did all the tests, but like, I didn't want to know if it was a boy or girl. And like, everybody was like, "You need to go to breastfeeding class. You need to go to like birthing class." And I was like, "No," and I didn't go. You didn't go to any of those. No. Fuck it. No. You know what's so funny? What a waste of time. You are so right. Okay, we went to we went to. Lamas. I went to them. I hated it. We went to I hated it too. It was like one once I went and I was like I'm not coming back. I'm not doing this. And it's like 175 bucks. It was extre- oh, it was yeah. extremely expensive, and uh, we were neither of us were employed at the time. So no, it was like a serious chunk of money. And all these yeah, people we were, were there. Like they looked like these happy couples that were, like married and like they've been planning for this. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, we're not married. This is a surprise. You know what? We went to Lamaze on the south side, so it was more people like us. That's that. We should have done that. <laughs> yeah. We should have done that. It was it was just weird. But I didn't know. Where did know. you go? Where did you to um, Northwestern Evanston? Okay. Yeah. Wait, that didn't even wait. That, is that a di- oh yeah? That's the main one. Like the North right, Shore, right. like North Shore and Evanston. Well, right. Oh, so okay. you, yeah, well, you North Shore it up. Where you live? Wait, yeah. where, where did you live? Though? I live in Lincoln like, Square. Oh yeah, that's wait. Same apartment where same you had that big giant uh, smoking uh, implements. No, but have you been? Have you that's been so, to that apartment? Yeah, it was like three years ago or oh, something. Shit, How long yeah. ago did you live there? Oh, that Maybe was a four while, four or five years ago. Five years ago. Oh my god, ever. I've known you a while. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that thing was awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a good place. That was a good place. Yeah. No, I don't live there anymore. <laughs> but still, it must have been a hike though, because we wanted to do. It was. It, it was. It was to get to the doctor. It was like yeah, a good thirty minute drive. Like well, we, we wanted to do Prentice that like. Well, hello. It's like we're giving birth in a hotel room. Yeah, they wanted five grand in an envelope. Yeah, no, like no questions no. asked. Yeah, no. yeah. Just, no. Just for me to like go to that doctor and have have like the privilege of like of walking around there. Yeah, they wanted. They, it was some kind of strange extortion. I'm like, you know what? I'm okay if I don't get a lobster after I pop. Yeah, one out. I would have like, liked a lobster. It would have sure. been great. What did you eat? What did I eat? Sushi. Did you? I did. Yeah, that's right. I wanted sushi, but you know what I opted for? And this is so Jewy of me, but 100% true. That baby came out, and I said to my dad, he's like, what can I do? And I was like, you need to get in the car, and you need to drive to Kaufman's Deli. I need a pastrami, and I need a corned oh, beef. Bring it to me right now. Those are the and only he good did. deli sandwiches. Well, co- well, because I didn't eat any deli meat while well, I was pregnant, because I was so super like psycho about okay, the nitrates. Co- Kaufman's is like one of the remaining good delis. And it's in Evanston, so it wasn't that far. Yeah. So okay. I was like, get in the car. That's a good call. Go there. You know what? I was really paranoid about eating deli. Okay, eating deli meat, and then I read an article. That one of the big things of like deli meat is that like people there was this whole listeria fear that there was like a higher chance yeah. of listeria from like a bag of spinach. But I didn't. But I didn't eat sushi either. 
Like I that was definitely sushi. my second or third meal. I ate lots of sushi. sushi. If anyone's yeah. wondering, well, <laughs> I'm sure you did. Well, you gain weight? Did Dave gain weight with you? Did. So he much. So gained, much. That's why I have these stupid joggers. He gained sympathy. I put on like forty. They all gained sympathy weight. He gained sympathy weight, and and yeah, he gained sympathy weight, and then he also lost control of his bladder. Wait, why did I lose control of my bladder? I don't know. I feel like when I stopped being able to hold my bladder and you started peeing yourself too, it's like we became incontinent. I did, wait, but I was peeing myself. Like what I would do is I was like, I was like rushing around. Do you know what I mean? Like you guys aren't gonna know what I'm talking about, but like when you like, if you don't like shake it afterwards and then you just <laughs> drop it back in your pants, it looks like you peed your pants, but it's not quite the same thing. I didn't. I wasn't incontinent. You're making me sound like I'm incontinent. Well, he doesn't have to deal with it now. Where like I just pee my pants if I sneeze. So. Well, <laughs> I guess we have music. We're gonna still play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I've got. Oh, here's here's our light housekeeping. Some of you guys gave us iTunes reviews, and some of you gave us five stars. One of you gave us four stars. What the fuck is that about? It's fair. Um, and I said I'd give you Starbucks gift cards, so please find me. Contact me, contact Dave, find us on Facebook, find us on Twitter. You can follow Dave Metz at Lake Superior. You can find us on Facebook with Impress Me With Music, and also we're on Instagram because we're part of that new, new generation. We do actually have a review. So if the, the new review? Yes. Yeah, so if you, uh, if you want your Starbucks gift card, this person's name is Ooh 7 And they wrote... <laughs> Ein. I don't know what that means. A I N E. I don't know. It could. It's be, an acronym. It could be an acronym. It could be some kind of Germanic language. I'm not sure. It's got that feel to it. Ein. Ein. <coughs> it yeah. does have a it's little Germany. A What's Germany? one in German? Is it Ein? Ein. Let's look it up. Well, you're, just, you're just making up German. Gibberish. No, I, no, that's Einstein. real. Yeah, that that, that is Einstein. Real. Yeah, that no, was the guy. I, no. Well, listen. First of all. Oh, the first thing that came up was EIN number. Oh, because it's the employee identification number, EIN, also known as the Federal Employer Identification Number, F-E-I-N. It's also an Irish name that means splendor, radiance, and brilliance. Huh. Would you look the at queen that? of the monster fairies. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I do feel like we are queen of the monster fairies together. Hell yeah. Um, Leah, you want to be queen of the monster yeah, fairies with us? I am queen. Hell yeah. I'm the queen. Um, so we were playing that Tiana Taylor uh, album. You were saying that you liked it. I do, I do, but I, that's that's my that's my jam. I love like any R and B sultry uh, get down make out music. So okay, so because Dave Marr was saying that he like strictly listened to fuck music for like oh years. god yeah years. Yes. I don't understand the appeal outside and of... And I listened to some of the stuff that I listened to in the 90s, and I'm like, what was my mother thinking while I was listening to this? Oh, I don't even... I can't even... I can't even broach that thought. I mean... I don't know. I mean, I was listening to, like, anarchist and ICP and shit oh, like so, that. Oh, see, yeah. I mean... I made, I, I made my mom buy me a Limp Bizkit album when I was in third grade. Okay. Well, she doesn't speak English. Well, that was, was part of how, how that one got away. Yeah? I really wanted a $3 bill, y'all. I, re- I really liked... Girl R and B groups of the nineties and and guy R and B groups of the nineties. Who were your favorites? Oh, in the nineties, oh like En Vogue, SWV. I loved I I can't remember who sings the song. I loved all of those things. I just loved all of that. I was into Casey and JoJo. Casey and JoJo. I like that one Boys to Men album too. Boys to Men was the shit. That's Casey and JoJo. I pray for someone like you. 
And I thank God, I thank God that I, that I finally found you. Oh. There's a weird part of that song, though, where he's like, close to me like a brother. Close, close to me, me, you're like my brother. Close to me, you're like my father. Like, what is that? Yeah, exactly. Like, what is that? Whoa, it's like, all right, jo- who, I think that's JoJo, because that's the one that sounds like he's into incest. Okay? And I don't, get that out of the song, Okay. What yeah, is what? that? Jojo. Go back to the circus. I really liked, um, oh. my Whoa. Both names is Jojo. Do you guys remember? Do you ever dream of candy-coated? No. I don't know that. Uh, what is no, that? No, no, candy-coated no. raindrops? That's a good no, one. No, Wait, no, who's yeah. that by? I have no idea. <laughs> no, we could, I'm sorry we couldn't all jump on that one. <laughs> who's the... What's that guy that did the Return of the Mac? Who was Return that? Return of the Mac. Yeah, that was a great song. That was the jam. Yeah, I remember, yeah. Oh, once again. I remember, like, going to, so, like, the rave scene was, like, really big in the Detroit area when I was a kid. And Return I, of the Mac is written and recorded by R&B, British R&B singer Mark Morrison. Oh, me, no, uh, I wouldn't have known that. I, mean, I wouldn't have known that. Yeah, I was going to be I like, wouldn't have known that. <laughs> but that was like the jam, though, if they would play that at like the rave, if and people would go crazy. If they still play it now, people sure. go nuts. Oh, you laugh. Not to me. me. That's the best part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My friend Chuck, uh, he uh, would always do like he does like a pirouette. He's like a larger man, and he does like a pirouette at the You Lied to Me That's part amazing. Of it. He has like a whole thing. Um, Mattel Jordan. Of course. Mont- I mean, just what? all that stuff. That was like my, that was, and I was a mall girl too. So I was like at the mall listening to these songs. Like that was sure. my thing. What was your click at the mall? Cause I was a mall, I was a mall kid as well. Uh, we just walked the mall, man. We would just walk With the, the old mall. Ladies. Just, no, no, no. <laughs> like walk in out of the stores, call somebody from the payphone. Sure. And you know, it, we would call, um, it was a weird number. It was like the weather and you could hear people through, like people would call me like, I'm at the mall. Like it was really <laughs> weird. It was really with the Arsenal Mall and Watertown Mass Kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, so. my, my, I remember like get, getting to the mall was really important. Oh, you must. That, that it was the first time that I used public transit. I, I took like the yes. bus, like the suburban. <laughs> I like I would walk. To Just a where did bus you grow up? I grew up. Well, I was born in like West Rogers Park. But my mall days were out in the Northwest suburbs. New edition. Like, new edition. You're from Boston. You must yeah. like new edition. Loved. Loved. Okay. And new kids. Right. But they're not really an R&B group No, per se. but they were like my first like... How do you feel about the light funky ones? What do you mean the light funky ones? LFO. They're oh, also LFO. from Boston. LFO. They were from Boston? Yeah. The light They talk about... I like girls that wear Abercrombie and We didn't know what that was. For, I was too old for that. How? Like, oh yeah, the, you're seven that, years older. Than when me. that came out, I was like, oh, "This is stupid." But like, sure. by that time, I was way into like my hip. Like by that time, I was like Lilith Fair, Fish, Dave. Like I was very into like Jewel, Sarah McLaughlin. Like I have a very sure. wide range of music I like. <laughs> okay, um, how do you feel about Aerosmith? I love Aerosmith. I'm trying to think of other Boston. I'm regions. actually thinking that they're gonna do a farewell tour soon, and I'm gonna have to pay upwards money. This Dude, everyone's it. doing that now. These like Elton John's doing it. Who else yeah. is doing it? Um, someone else. Aerosmith's is... gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna do a farewell tour, sure. and I'm gonna have to go. Like that's gonna have I, to happen. You know, I have like missed so many concerts that I've said I'm gonna have to go. I think I just don't put enough. I don't put enough. Like it's the one thing that I it. put import. Like I definitely am. Like I'm. Like we're going to so many shows this summer, and they're they span what we're going to see. And I'm just like, this is what we do. Like, this is what we're going to, we don't go out to eat. 
We never go to the movies anymore, but we're going to these concerts. <laughs> like, we're we're going to go to our first one post baby. It's and, uh, it's a weird night and it's an important night. Enjoy yourselves. <laughs> so I, I I saw like um, TV on the radio once like four or five years ago, and there was a guy there with his kid, and he just had noise canceling. Yeah, those. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, man, I was like very judgmental at the time, no, but now I'm kind of like. I mean, I, he was sitting right near the stage. I definitely wouldn't do no. that with Sophie, but... No, no. you gotta go. She can go. Do you know what I mean? Especially if it's at, like, Grant Park or something. Just do you know what the, I mean? Just like, get, the, get the headphones. How are you? Okay, I want to go, go back to some mom stuff. Okay. Well, let's how, let's wrap up the Tiana okay, Taylor review. Tiana Taylor review, boring. No, you were not a fan. I don't know. It's like Sade, but not original. I thought it was like Sade and India Ari. To me, it was like Sade, but like super sexually explicit. And like my mom went and saw Sade live. It, it's nothing new to me. Like her sound's not new. You know what I mean? Like even because we can compare it so much to other people right. that I, I like more. I, I like India Ari and Sade more than Tiana Taylor. And, yeah. And yeah. so and so to me, there's nothing. Is it a bad album? No. Could you put it on while you're fucking? Sure. Yeah, could absolutely. You, could you put it on while you're sleeping? Sure. While you're stretching, fine. Don't work out to it. No, not work out. No, music. I mean, you'll fall. You'll fall asleep. Yeah, you, not you, work you, out. You go music. to bed. Yeah. I mean, I go to. I think work that pussy is a good thing to fall asleep to. That's my personal two cents. Okay? That's a good. That's a good sleeping See, song. So it's it's funny because there's all these like songs that have these names like they're gonna be like upbeat or sexual, and I could fall asleep to all of them. I mean, work that pussy. I could fall asleep just the same too as I don't know. Insert name of Shade track. They're like one and the same for me. Was that what T Pain was saying? He was like Shade. Is he saying Shade? Oh, T Pain. So. I hope so. I want him to be saying that. I want him to be calling out to her. That dude's been she's important. off the radar for I just a while. like T-Pain. I just like, baby girl. I yeah. just love that. What's yeah. your name? I love that too. Let Shorty me talk snap. to you. Let me buy you a drink. Is he the one that we found out is like actually a really good singer, but for some reason... He's a good, good singer. Yeah, he did the Tiny Desk concert and he killed it. He was a very good singer. And he did that song and he sang it very well. No auto-tune. Um... What uh? What's going on in music news? Uh, oh, they caught the guy that shot XX Tentacion. Apparently, they did. Yeah. Did you hear about um? What's his name? Who like wants to like renounce all his bad things and just come out and she's just like, look, let's. I don't want to die. Yeah, what's it's his name Takeshi Six Nine. Yeah, I said it was um on the last episode. I incorrectly said that it was Chief Keef, but it is Takeshi Six Nine. He just well, he's just like let's just squash everything. Yeah, so he's another SoundCloud guy, right? Takeshi Six Nine. Yes. Another SoundCloud guy with a, a sordid past. Um, but he's only like 20. He's like 19 or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, he was like a shitty guy when he was 18. But it's very, the whole thing's pretty sad. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of messed up. I mean, in it's like we live in this weird era now where it's like people saw the guy who shot, like they people caught it on their cell phone of like him being shot. Then they, the guy goes and like posts on Instagram wearing like the same clothes. Oh my God. And it's like, Man, like, it's, first of all, it's fucked up that you can, like, see all that. Yes. But then it's also, like, how did this, like, man, like, this, like, if you're going to murder someone, yeah. be aware of that, I guess. I'm not advocating it, but it's, like, adapt, I guess, to 2018. I, um, all right, here's my, here's my real mom, my real mom rant. Right okay, now. rant it up. 
So I have, I work, I have like two 17-year-old interns, right? Yeah. And on one hand, I feel like they're a lot smarter than me and like more well-adjusted in some ways than I was when I was 17. But man, like I'm surprised by how much better I am at like finding information on like Google and learning shit. I feel like we came up in in the time of like typing classes and like understanding Boolean searches and like... Figuring out Boolean. how... Well, like... Isn't that know? the stuff you use to make, like, stock for soup? No. Do whatever. It's like... Am the, I right or wrong? That is, that is a Boolean cube, yes. Well, yeah. okay, it's like it's like the rules of Google. Like, like you, know, you, know, you know how like, you, you can capitalize and or or, like, you can... I did not know that, that, actually. Okay, well, maybe you, you don't know. But there's, there's all these other pieces that, like... They've had information at their fingertips where we had to go and search for the information more. Yeah. Right. And so, uh, like, I have an intern. I'm like, well, you know, you can literally go and uh, find a tutorial on how to look this up. Like, please don't ask me any more questions. Yes. And I just want them to figure it out. I'm like, because, I mean, Dave was telling me, he's like, Mary, you need to delineate. And I'm such a fucking control freak. And I'm like, come on, kid. You're, you say you want to be a computer scientist. Like, Prove it. Yeah, just go figure yeah. it the fuck out. Yeah. Like, look it up, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they I don't know if I could deal with a 17-year-old. They're, they're like, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I Googled it, and the first thing that came up, I looked at that, and that didn't work. And I'm like, I don't so know, So keep man. looking. Sometimes, sometimes you got to yeah. go two pages deep. I don't know. Right. Well, I, I have, like, know, students... I don't, know, I don't know what to tell you. There's three million right. results. Right. If you don't find your answer in the first <laughs> two, like, you're going to have to try again, maybe find a new query. Yeah. Students will literally, like, look me in the face and go, what does this word mean while they have a laptop it's open? It's like, look it up. It's like, dude, you don't even have to open a dictionary. Like I did. Yeah, exactly. Do Dad, all, how do you spell you elephant? To... Well, why don't we get the dictionary out? You don't even need to know how to spell anything anymore. <laughs> we should no. do today in music, FYI. We should do today in music. Saying music is kind of boring, but I'm going to do it. This is going to be a fast one. All right. All right. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before, before you... Hold on. Get started. Get started. I'm going to get started. All right. So, fun fact... In 1831, composer Joseph Yakim was born. I know you guys care a lot about that, right? Um, in 1913, composer George Lloyd was born. Nice. Here's the biggest one. In 1975, David Bowie's fame was released. Yes. Oh, I hate that you're playing this song. <laughs> Do you hate this song? I kind of like it. It's I love funny. This song. It's upbeat. Yeah. yeah. The album's oh. called Make It Big. Wham! Make It Big. Look at the album cover. Look at this guy. Look at these silly guys. They're fabulous. Okay, well, speaking of Wham, in 1986, Wham made their farewell concert appearance at London's Wembley Stadium. Wait, they did a farewell? Yes, because then George Michael went off to be George Michael. True. Did you know that when you know that Wham had a farewell concert today in history before you put the song on? Yeah, of course. Do you think I just randomly played? That's funny. I was really hoping that it was like a real just. Well, you know how much I love Wham. I'm always playing Wham. It was bound to work out eventually. Alright, uh, Elton John appeared in a clown suit and sang uh, Candle in the Wind with George Michael. So that's, so, oh, that's so, like what he did. So with George Michael had two big things happen on this day in separate years? Wait, was there something else with George Michael? Yeah, no, Wham. No, no, no. Oh, Wham. No, this is the same thing, 1986. Same thing. Oh, same okay. Thing. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, I thought you were I thought you were confusing George Michael with composer George Lloyd in oh. 1913. You know, well, it's everyone, easy to confuse everyone's them. Everyone's favorite, Georgie Lloyd. 
1991, Paul McCartney's Liverpool Oratoria debuted at the Anglican Cathedral in Liverpool. I too many Paul McCartney things in music history. I don't know. Paul, Paul, Paul McCartney, he does too much. Yeah, you do too much, Paul. All right, and in 1999, the home of DMX, also known as Earl Simmons, was searched as a part of an investigation into the shooting of Ray Copeland. Copeland is the uncle and manager of DMX. Copeland was found wounded in the foot the previous day. It wasn't like a murder. He wasn't dead. He didn't die. And that made today in history. Yeah, Yeah, interesting. That's what I'm saying. I think DMX shot him in the foot after an argument, and he kept his mouth shut like a good manager. Yeah. And that's. That's what, how I remember that going yeah, down. Yeah, I think it shows a lot of restraint on DMX's end to shoot him in the foot. Now he just barks at people, so. He <laughs> <laughs> does. Woof woof. Woof woof? Yeah, that's a bark. What's the last time you listened to a DMX song? I don't, I've literally... AKA Earl Simmons. <laughs> I'm sorry, I only listened to Earl Simmons' track, X Couldn't Give It To You. Well, that's today in music. Um, hot segment. Hot segment. Um, Always a hot segment. I want to. I want to point that out. No hotter segment. So I'm gonna play my song of the week. Um. Yeah. Well. Yes. yes or do you think I should hold it off till you? You think you, I, I'm gonna play it real quick? We won't say too much about it, but then we'll go into the motherhood songs. Oh wait. So that is uh, Self Destruction by Boogie. Uh, Boogie is my new favorite artist. Agreed. I'm loving Boogie. I'm digging on Boogie. Go listen to Boogie, aka, or he's being touted around as the West Coast Chance the Rapper. Um, it, he'll make you groove and move in your chair. And it's super easy listening, but rewarding. I don't know how does that, does that make sense. Yeah, it's rewarding, like helping uh, it's a kid. A big brother, big sister it's program. It's a lot like feeding the homeless. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to do like a new artist episode next week and I'll, I'm going to do Boogie. So we're going to go deeper on Boogie. So I don't want to spend too much time talking about him. You got anything to say about him? I just hope you, you know, listening to Boogie is a lot like working at sushi. <laughs> oh yeah. Leah, have you heard this before? No, but I'm digging it. He's got a nice flow. This I like this. This is my favorite track. This is like why I'm appreciating your podcast because like I'm learning new music through it. Do you feel impressed? Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm impressed. We're only 35 minutes in. We've already Leah. I mean, you know, it's not hard. <laughs> um, all right, so, Leah, you were telling me that you have been to 72 Dave Matthews Band concerts. Well, and that's Shame including the three that are coming up. So I'm what? going on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I hate this song. You don't like this song? No, if this song comes on, I leave. Okay, like, this always it? comes on at the end, and I leave. What's your favorite Dave Matthews song? Oh, I like Deep Tracks, baby. Come Give on me now. a Deep Track. Oh, I like um, Granny. I like number 27. I like number 27. Wait, I actually think I might know number 27. I really like I'm really hoping he plays that on Friday, actually. <laughs> That's like my real, like, mm, please play number 27. <laughs> oh, yeah, hold on. I mean, but this is like... I actually have this album. Be by me then. This is a great album. 
Yeah, I was, was I wait, which one is this? This is uh oh no, this is not the one I'm thinking of. It's him and that other dude together. What was the dude's name? Um, I've been lost. Oh god, I love this song. Okay, so seventy two I mean this is just like this is just how like you, how do you feel about the time that his tour bus Poop on that, I mean, I just uh, don't feel like he did it. On that river cruise. And I feel like he really made up for it. He donated a lot of money to this city and was like, I'm sorry about the shit. You know, like. <laughs> That's still one of my favorite Dave Matthews contracts. It was the time that the Dave Matthews tour bus uh, emptied their poop poop into the Chicago River uh, while a river cruise was happening. It's the best. It's the greatest. Okay, so why do you love Dave Matthews? So I just, Dave is. Um, Dave is like happiness to me. It is like, it is this group of people who, there are not a lot of us, okay? Like, we don't come out in public and like, like be like, yeah, like I'm, but if we see each other, we're like, oh my God, you love Dave, I love Dave. We're, we're best friends. I mean, Dave is not Dave Matthews, it's Dave. Like, it's, we just, you just go by Dave, he's just Dave. He's, he's, no, but I, I really want to. I go with people who have, like, multiple times met him. Like, I, I, but I almost don't want to meet him because I'm like, don't want to ruin sure. this thing that we have. Does like, he have a South African accent when he talks? No, dies? he just has like a very like, I just lose my mind to this song. <laughs> okay, what? I mean, I'm going alone on Friday. Like, I'm not even going with anybody. Like, really? I go alone. Where is like, the concert? So it's at Northerly Island on Friday and Saturday, and then I'm going to Milwaukee to see him at Summerfest. I haven't been to Summerfest. Summerfest is a, is a trip, man. It's fun. But I'm just so in... Um, if you went during the day. Yeah, I feel like Dave fans, like, hold jobs and, like, you know, are... We rock out in a very VH1 type of way. You know what I mean? Like, we rock, we rock out, but, like, we're also home by midnight. You like, you know what I mean? Like, Wait, Did you see him playing Ozzy Osbourne on yes. Saturday? How that great was, was that? Great. That is so hard. Did hilarious. you see him on on um, Jimmy Fallon a couple nights ago? No. Right? We did all the Cardi B songs as Dave Matthews. Wait, really? It's the best thing I've ever seen him. I was crying laughing. He's funny. Yes. He's funny. He and he funny. doesn't take himself seriously. He's like, I know people hate me. Like, I get that. I hate me sometimes, you know, like, I, I but I think like we, we all, we all hold it down. And then once or twice a year, we just go balls out, but we're home by midnight. We're all home by midnight. Even okay. like as a rock star, <laughs> he wears like a button up shirt and khakis. Yeah. It's like, yeah. he's, even he's yeah. very casual. He's just very cash about it. Like, That's- that's funny. And I, I feel like, I don't feel bad, like, just smoking so much pot and lying in a field and just jamming out to Dave, like. I, I don't like the, the fiddle, I'll be honest with you. The he's, well, did you hear what happened to the guy, to Boyd? Is it the guy that died? No, the sax player died, right? Yes. R.I.P. Oh, wait, no. What Boyd was Tinsley was just, uh, his name was Leroy Moore, who yes, died. That's right, um, R.I.P. Boyd Tinsley was just outed out of the band because he apparently has had sexual misconduct and been oh, really, shit. with men, with other male members of the band and blah 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 so this is a very weird time to be seeing Dave because you know one of his star like I have a boy jersey that I'm like fuck what am I gonna do with this now so is he not in the band anymore no he's not in the band so they were all without without the fiddle oh man yeah 
So it's going to be fiddle free concert. Fiddle free. Fiddle free. Fiddle free. <laughs> Dude, we, I mean, I think maybe you could even. You yeah. Could, you could, you could I mean, it, but you can't show. deny the genius of Tim Reynolds, and he's. That's who I'm thinking of, Tim Reynolds. Oh, Tim Reynolds. Timmy! Didn't he just do music with Tim Reynolds? For a while. while. Yeah, yeah. He has a few albums with just Tim, and they that, tour a lot. That's what I have. I saw Tim. them once, and I was like, this is a little bit too mellow for me. I can listen to this, but I don't want to go. See, but I. I like that it's mellow because it's like uh, um, I don't like the fiddle, but I do like that one song where it's like my head morning my head alone. That's a great song. Uh, I can't believe it. Well, till I'm dead and gone. No, my head won't leave my head alone. I remember like reading something online. That's called rhyme and reason. That's what that's called. That's okay. So somebody online wrote like. yeah, this is like Dave Matthews was like he used to be like a heroin addict. He did. Wait, really? Yeah. That's true? Yeah. Damn. And I saw him like in the early nineties when he was like totally just blasted. Those were the best. And he still keeps it cash. He's now he's now he's now he's just a drunk, I think. Oh. I thought maybe like the like in a That's a lot like, of that is what a lot of those songs like he has one song where it's like needle to the vein needle to the vein yeah, yeah. take this needle yeah, what from is my veins my friend I said <laughs> Um what was I man I was oh I was going to ask you a Dave Matthews band trivia question Oh shoot Okay so um uh on damn uh you're not going to uh okay when was Dave Matthews band born not Dave Matthews sorry when was Dave Matthews the person born no, oh, well, he's 54, so 1956. 1967. Damn. January I 9th. I can't do math. I mean, that was, that was really just a math. Um, that was really just a math problem. Which of these is not a day math? Okay. Song? Number 36, number 41, number 58, number 38. Number 51. No, number oh, 38. Oh, really? Oh, you're 0 for 2. Damn. <laughs> What brand of acoustic guitars does Dave Matthews play? Oh, I have no play? idea. Okay, um, that maybe that that one's not fair. Then I'll close ad. I don't want to see this. God, really? Why don't I know Fifty Eight? I mean, come on. What is that? Minuets? No, that's Seven. Angels have all gathered round to hear me sing my love out loud. That's the lyric to which song? Angel, every day, the stone, loving wings. Loving Wings. Loving Wings, correct. Yeah. All right, you got one right. Yeah. Um, I really am a fan. <laughs> I mean, look, like, I mean, I can't. I mean, I fall, I, you have to understand, like, I've been seeing him since 92. It's 2018. <laughs> sure, shit. Holy shit, so you've been seeing him for 26 years. At least years. three to four times a year for 26 years. That's fucking crazy, Leah. I know, that's where all I my money goes. I have been following Fish for about that long. But I feel like I went to one fish show with him, and it was just... I, I had to leave, like, two-thirds of the way into the concert, because I feel like most of the fish show is just in the parking lot of the fish Yeah, show. I mean, I it's loved like fish, and I loved like having fun. At, yeah, that's lot. what it was. It was for the experience. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> and that was, maybe they really would play fun. Wilson or Bouncing Around the Room. Yeah, I was like, this was really fun until they started playing music. Yeah. Yeah, I like I had a really I've never good heard time. a fish song in my life. Yeah, I was like, I, I had a really good time. Yes, you uh, Drinking wine coolers in a, in the back of a minivan. Yeah. But now I'm. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm all good. I'm, I'm good yeah, now. I'm, I'm good go. now. I'm ready to go yeah. home. I, I I had three whippets in a wine cooler. That's fantastic. Is that what you do at a fish yeah. You do a lot of all drums. all in a in a parking lot before the before concert. the concert is the concert. Yeah. Fish fish like fish concerts. You went to this with Bogdan. No, I went to this with uh, my uncle Vlad. 
Okay. I, I, went, I went with my uncle Vlad. I went with my cousin who's actually passed away. He took like at that time like our 16 year old cousin there which was super goofy and then a bunch of like my parents friends kids we were actually it was in miami we were all on vacation in miami and we like really needed to get away from our parents (laughs) and my uncle was following fish I love so it. he happened to be there, and so we were all like, "Fuck it, we'll go to this I saw, fish concert." I saw them so many times. I, I'm done seeing them. I don't need to see them ever again. I don't. Sometimes I'll listen to fish like in the car if I'm on a long drive. I'll be like, "All right," and then I'll be like, "Okay, I'm done." <laughs> yeah, I had a. St- I had. I pretended to like jam bands for a really long time. Why? Yeah. Do you think because your uncle? Um, I think it was in part like my uncle's. I think it's because I started smoking pot when I was like. 14 and it just yes. seemed like it the was right the thing right. to do. Yeah, yes. It, yes. It seemed correct. A hundred percent. And then I had to like find my way out of that rabbit hole of like pretending to like unfreeze my Yes. See, I had the opposite experience, right? So like I, when I stopped smoking weed, like when my parents like, uh, like caught me, you know, and I got in trouble and I had to like straighten up. I uh, stopped listening to rap music because I was like, that's weed smoking that's music. That's weed smoking music. I started music. listening to like a minor threat and like punk music. I'm like, because it's like straight edge music. <laughs> that's funny. So it's the opposite thing, basically. It's funny because Michael's like the complete opposite jam band. Like he likes Kiss. That's the opposite Def of the jam band. That guy's got one arm. The drummer. Oh, speaking of drummers, <laughs> uh, uh, Vinnie Paul, the drummer of uh, uh, Pantera, uh, passed away this he week did. also. Yeah, it's not some other music. Two down, two to go. That's what I say about Pantera. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right, let's get into these mom tracks. I want to mom track it up. My first track is weird as fuck, um, and I hope that the audience can handle it for 30 seconds. Крутится, вертится шар головой. Крутится, вертится над головой. А довертится, хочет упасть. Кавалер не хочет украсть. Где же та улица, где же та дом? Где же та девушка Charcoal Boy, a.k.a. Blue Balloon, and this version of the song is by a, some artist who calls herself Yulia. Um, there are so many versions of this. Um, the song goes back super duper far. I think Dave is, is looking at this singer. Um, yeah, she's a Russian-born New Zealand classical crossover singer. Did your mom sing that to you? Like, did so you hear it from your mom? the crazy thing is that I didn't hear this song from my mom. This was a song that my great-grandfather loved. And it's kind of like an old folk track. Sure. Um, it's like a Yiddish-Russian song that, like, the not even the last generation but like two generations ago I think like came into fruition yeah. or existence or whatever and um, basically like he would sing it to my dad my dad would sing it and then I remember there used to be a CD that we had it on and then it's one of like the last remnants that I had my great grandfather passed away when I was about 10 mm-hmm. and um, I've always loved this song and I don't actually have that many songs to sing to my daughter, which is weird because my parents didn't sing that much to me. And then I grew up in this strange space. Where, like, I didn't grow up with American bedtime songs or, like, American classics, really. You mean, like, Row, Row, Row Your Boat? Or, right, like, I, I didn't grow Twinkle, up with, Twinkle? Like, yeah, or not even really any of that. Like, 
I know what those songs are now, but I didn't grow up with them because my parents like came to America like uh, just a few years before I was born. And so like any music that I know is like any music that they really sang to me, it's like mostly like Russian or like Ukrainian folk songs. And look, even my scope of like knowing classic American rock is only based on like what my parents got in like the USSR. Do you wow. Know what I mean? So it's only the shit that like really permeated, wow. and then the stuff that I wanted to listen to when I was like in eighth grade because I wanted to feel cool when like classic rock was cool. So it's like I listen to Jimi Hendrix not because like my dad had a record or anything like that, but because like other people were listening to it and I wanted to yeah like be cool yeah. It's so, like I pretended to like know Led Zeppelin, but I don't fucking like I still don't really like I I know Stairway to Heaven, you know what I mean? Right, like, but you don't know Zeppelin. Right, so there's but there's all these classics like I don't really know, and then I know a bunch of like weird German like disco bands it's that so like funny. never made it to America, but that were super huge in like the Soviet era. I grew up with the most loving uh, band of hippies. My uncles, my mom, my dad. My aunts, just a bunch of hippies, and they all played guitar. And so I just grew up around Paul Simon and James Taylor and all the classic rock, and they would all play. And so, like, that's, like, so foreign to me that you would not know. You know what I mean? Like, that to me is, like, so crazy. And I think that's, in part, it sometimes makes me, and and I love music, which is, in part, why we do this podcast. No. with music. I'm Marion Nivohovsky. You're host. Hey, what's up? Um, but I sometimes feel like illiterate in American music. Interesting. Like I'm like grasping at straws. You I have know huge gaps. Right now. I, I just have huge gaps where I just like don't fucking know someone. You else. think like I feel like I've heard you say something to the effect of that like the Beatles and like eighties music happened at like the same. Do you know what I mean? Like you seem to have no perception of like what would be, like, our parents' music and yes. would be, like, our grandparents' music. Do you know what I mean? Right. No, I, I don't. I don't have that separation. I mean, I showed Dave some pictures of, like, my current-day family in Ukraine, and they're still wearing Canadian tuxedos. Amazing. Like, well, you can't expect these people just to have class because the wall came down. Right. Oh. Um, all right, so let's play Lee's first song. Sad, Dave. Oh, yeah. It takes a while to warm up to this one, though. We can start the 30 seconds at any point. I love this drum. Oh. Paul Simon Paul always Simon's has good drums. Like uh, 50 Ways to Relieve yes. Your Mother. Do, 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 do. It's got that great drum beat. Okay, so this is Obvious Child by yeah. Paul Simon. Okay, yeah. so why'd you pick this I mean, song? There's, there's, there's certain, I mean, we haven't gotten to the part, but there's certain sentences he says, certain phrases he says in the song, you know, that just get me. Son, Sonny sits by the window and thinks to himself, you know, I just love these. Hold on, he's got to say. Had a little son, we thought him call him Sonny. I love it. Do you ever call him Sonny? Sometimes. 
Sunny as a baby in bills to pay. Sunny as sunny and day by day. I just love that. I call him. I call him. My, I call him the boy. I call him son. A son. Our son. <laughs> I don't like that. I call him the boy. We mostly call him the boy. Yeah, yeah, the boy. Or sir. We call him sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Can I help you, sir? What do you need, sir? Hello, sir. Hi, sir. So let me give a little bit of background on this song real quick. Uh, the rhythm tracks are performed by Grupo Cultura Odalum, a drumming collective. From Africa. Yes. That's his, those are his guys. Blanco Afro, um, Negunaho de, du Samba, and signed to Warner Brothers. He looks Brothers. like a midget with these guys behind him playing these huge drums. I mean, he looks like a midget. In he general. is a midget. If he's standing next to anyone other than Art Garfunkel, yeah. he looks like a midget. I love this um, yeah, it's a great song. So, um, it, like many of the songs on The Rhythm of the Saints... Rhythm of the Saints is probably the, like, one of the best albums ever made. That's a Paul Simon album? Ne- next to Graceland, which is okay. the best album ever made. Which is... Graceland, is this or uh, Graceland Call Me Al. Call Me Al is, is... African Skies is Graceland. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. I'd say the- Graceland and Rhythm of the Saints are two perfectly crafted albums from beginning to end. You know, the last Pope said that Graceland was the greatest album ever made. I, I don't know. I highly agree with this. <laughs> I don't know that there is one song on Graceland I don't like. So this album was recorded live in the streets of Salvador, Brazil. Amazing. Microphones were hung from windows or on telephone poles to capture the performance. This so good. According to Simon, quote, hundreds of people gathered. It was an amazing day, an amazing recording experience. And then he laid down the vocals in New York at a recording studio. That's pretty cool. I I like a good recording story. Here's my my mom question for you. What are you like the most anxious about with raising a son, right? So we have a daughter and I have all my anxieties about raising a girl, but like what's something that you I just want him to be a good boy. You know what I mean? Be a good boy. Don't like I don't want him. I, I want to teach him to respect, you know? Right. Like, just be a good boy. Like... I think it's interesting that there's, like, there's, like, a different thesis for, like, having a son than there is for having a daughter. I think my biggest fear, or, like, the fears or, like, the things that I think messed me up as a kid, like, not, like, not having... Like, right, I think when you have a son, you're like, I want him to respect others. Like, one of the first things I think about having a daughter, I'm like, I want to make sure she respects herself. Like, I want to make yeah. sure, like, she respects her Totally. Body, right? Like, I want to make sure that my son respects that girl's body. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like, and I then, want him to be a good, just be a good boy. Right, and I, <laughs> and I think that's a, that's even the difference I see with my sister. I'm like, I think that's the, like, we want to, like, we need to teach women to, res- like, yeah. I mean, it's like respect yourself versus respect others. And, of course, they, you know, I also want her to respect others. And, you know, like, you want your son to respect himself. But, like, you know, like, the first things that come to mind, mine is, like, please respect yourself more than I respected myself. A hundred percent more than I did. Like, right, because then that... And more than his father. Like, Michael and I have this all the time. We're just like, oh, God, just please don't end up like us. Like... Don't and I'm so sure that he will put me through what I put my parents through. I'm so I'm so sure of it. I really hope that doesn't happen. 
It's I'm so positive this is gonna happen. Like, oh, and it's all right. I already see my mom kind of laughing at me when I'm just like, it won't sleep. And she's like, I'm sorry, that sucks. That's what happens. Yeah, this is called are, motherhood. Enjoy yeah. it. Swallow that pill. He won't sleep. You know, American won't sleep. Oh, okay. And then here's my other mom question. Before I go into my second mom track, what is oh, your? Yeah, I play my song. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. The dad wants to chime in. No, but I'll, I'll let you play your track. Um, Rude. Here's my question, because you're like a year and a half ahead. I'm in. I'm in you're it. In. You're, you're in. I'm in it. You're in it. You're way past the we're, we're talking. We're walking. We're doing things. Yeah, we're throwing things. We're, we're, we're scratching me. Oh, my God. Got me, cr- got me good when I tried to get him not to run in the street. Well, you got to... That's an important Yeah. <laughs> so... Did you ever do, like, a formal sleep training? At the end of the day, you say, like, now, only now is he really sleeping. Did you, like, try and give up? Or I gave like, up many it? times. We started from scratch many times. I admit that I put him in bed with me because I just needed to sleep. I couldn't deal with his crying. He just wouldn't sleep. He wouldn't sleep. And it was probably a lot my fault because I would go in there. And Michael would be like, Leah, do not go in there. Do, leave the house. Do not go in there. You know, like... I mean, I did a bad job of it. I think if we had another one, like, you know, fingers crossed, like, if we have another one, like, I, I'll i be better about the sleep training. It's horrible. It's a horrible, horrible thing. When I <laughs> listened to Sophia crying up there, I was like, do you guys want me to go up there? Like, I'll go. <laughs> well, she's I'll fine go now, up. right? She's fine. Yeah, she but I give you guys so much credit for just doing your thing in the kitchen and going around. And do- I would have never been able to do that. Well, your soul dies. That's I mean, your soul dies. Your soul dies. Yeah, your soul <laughs> dies. You feel like a bad person. Terrible person. But at the same time, the way that I, I justify it is that she needs to sleep so badly and it is like unhealthy for her not to sleep and that we've done it enough where we've let her cry for some period of time that she falls asleep. I wish I had that discipline feels... to do that. I didn't do it. But there's so, but now looking back on it, there's so many things I would do different. In the past two years, there's a million things I would do different. Oh, man, a yeah. million. I already feel like I would do some things different. Than oh, I God, yeah. It's only been six months. Exactly. And I'm constantly being like, I should have done this. I should have done that. I shouldn't have done this. I'm like, why don't I play Beethoven? Like, also, our kids' favorite show is Law and Order. I don't think we're ever going to get on Sesame Street because we fall asleep to Law and Order. Dave plays yeah. Law and My Order. My kid carries around a Gene Simmons doll. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, I think there's something to be said for, uh, you know, intentionally raising a precocious kid because, like, uh, I... I was never given the freedom to, like, do kid shit, like, when I was a kid. Like, I didn't watch Sesame Street. <gasps> we um, watch a lot of Sesame. I, I mean, I'll, I'll show it to her. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's hysterical. Um, I didn't like my. I remember my sister seeing Barney and like resenting her because like I was not. My parents were on this thing where they were like, you know, we're not gonna watch television. You're not allowed to watch television. We're not gonna play like music. You know, like they wanted to try like. You said like playing Beethoven. My parents bought in hook, line, and singer to like all of that bullshit where they were literally like. We're putting headphones on the tummy. I did put headphones on my tummy. It was the bangles. Yeah, yeah well. <laughs> I'll admit that. Um, during her pregnancy, we listened to just the most vile uh, like rap music. Yeah, we listened to a lot of rap, and then I just noticed recently that I need to not have that on in the car because he's repeating th- so many things. <sighs> so we cannot... Like, he's repeating everything. So, like, I had some stuff on the other day that I was like, ooh, we gotta turn this off. What we gotta turn this. I was like, it was like, it was like Jay Z, and I was like, we oh, gotta turn no. this off. We gotta turn this off. He's gonna say it, and that's as bad. 
Yeah. This is bad. Now you're going to have a real Larry David moment. Yes. Yes. <laughs> My whole life is a Larry David moment. Yo, please. I sassed a guy in line at Sultan's the other day. He was talking about how he didn't get arrested at Pride. And he was like taking 15 minutes. And I literally went, all right, let's wrap it up. He was like a 50-year-old guy. And he looked at me like, like, what the hell's wrong with you're me? Like, I got places but to be, there man. There's like fucking seven people behind right. you in line. Stop. Are you I know. serious? Did the people behind you in line, were they happy that you did it? I felt them appreciate I bet they were. Yeah, I bet that I would have been. I would have been like, thank you. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's like a self-serve place that people have trades. But don't you them. also feel like being a parent, like your patience is just shot. Yeah, of course. And, and then sometimes. for adults who are older than me. Right. Right. Yeah. But then sometimes you're like, wow, I have so much patience. But then little things like that, you're like, I don't have time for this, dude. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. I yeah. almost had a... Yeah, like I had a sitter. Like I was paying Right. Like I'm... Bed. Yes, I, I need to go. I yeah. had a... I had a near childlike tantrum when Dave encouraged me to go to the gym today because I was very hungry. I was very hungry and I almost cried when I left the house to go to the gym. Yeah, I, I mean, because I didn't get, I, I had to breastfeed her, and then after breastfeeding, you're, you're also like, like super still hungry. in hormones. Like, and I yeah. just, I, I'm serious, Leah. I was walking to the gym, and I was like, you didn't fucking let me eat. It doesn't even fucking care. I'm like so fucking hungry. I, I nearly cry, I cried. I, I, I do it all the time. It was emotional. I'm not saying I don't nosh. You can't eat a full meal though. Like okay, before well, you go to, you can't right, I a bu- meal and go I to the gym. Bought, I'm, I, I am a psycho gym person now though. So like, well, before baby too. So like, I'm the worst like person to talk to about this. Cause I'm like, no, you shouldn't. You should have the hard boiled egg and then go to the gym. See, that's what, well, that's what I, I had to get that way. Cause like I got fat and I had no excuse. Like people are like, why are you fat? You're just a fat guy. And I'm like, no, I had sympathy weight. It's a whole thing. Yes. I don't know no, about. it's for real. It's for real. Did Michael gain weight? Yeah, he gained weight. He We would eat ice cream and crap and just, you know, so many carbs. So I eat ice cream and crap carbs. every single time. I so many carbs. Yeah. And now we're like very trying to get trying to get back. I also had hypothyroidism induced from pregnancy. So, like, my thyroid doesn't work anymore. So, I have to take medicine for the rest of my life. So, that was great. Really? Yeah. Pregnancy shot your thyroid. Pregnancy killed my thyroid. I now have to take thyroid medicine. You're going to tell me something? Endocrino- I'm going to tell him a lot of things. <laughs> I'm going to tell him a lot. My kids get, well, I shouldn't, I, I'll embarrass him someday. He'll never hear this. Of course. Uh, Most people He has a $20,000 penis. Because he was born with a weird penis and we had to get surgery when he was nine months old. It's On a- his penis. A $20,000 penis? Yeah. Still paying for it. Wow. And I will tell his to-be wife when it happens. I'll be like, that's a $20,000 fucking penis. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're right. Yeah, he had a, a bent, like a, he had something called hypospadias, which is like his pee hole was pointed in the wrong direction. So like he had to have his urethra straightened. And like had a circumcision like during that surgery. It was nine months old. Imagine putting your nine month old on a gurney. Oh, I would I would have a panic attack. It was horrific. How? But it had to happen. Just lost it. Um. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. That's the only thing I could imagine. And it was outpatient surgery. It was outpatient. He was home that night. Okay. Well, uh, that's. But like, bye. He just went off on a gurney. Twenty thousand. What? Where the? Where was insurance? Oh, they covered like. Seven of it. Yeah. Seven thousand so, of it? That's yeah. all they cover. So we have like a thirteen thousand dollars. So every month penis you're like we pay. you're like, yeah. this is the penis fund. <laughs> the penis penis money. We I say, we're gonna pay his penis off by the time it's his bar mitzvah, his penis will be paid <laughs> off. 
And then he can have his bar mitzvah and give me all that money and, well, back. Well, you're taking that money. Like, why? Why do we have? Like, why are we still like living in an apartment? Well, well your penis. penis. Yeah. Uh, talk to Lurie's. I don't know. Like. <laughs> I mean, as soon as we're done paying off, but like that's why I feel like we we've like encountered so much like like so many things have happened in the past three years between like pregnancy and like you know then we got married after he was born and then like the penis surgery and then I mean (laughs) you know we've we've come and lost jobs like it's just it's been a tumultuous three years tumultuous yeah. Yeah, I mean, we I mean, we were both unemployed when Mary got pregnant, and then I briefly had a job selling computers, <laughs> and then Mary briefly had a job at this, like, Russian company. Do you ever look at pictures of yourselves before baby and go, oh my god, we're so young, and that <laughs> yeah. was seven months ago? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've, we've aged. Yeah. We've aged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is definitely uh, I, 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 I didn't I, recognize myself. Look in the mirror. I have like a widow's peak now. Yeah. Like, I don't even know who I am. I feel though like like I'm get like we're getting the physically stronger. Again, you finally, that's, it's gonna happen. That's 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 the part though that is it is good to. But be you do like, get into that haze. Like you're just like in this like month oh, months of haze. Oh, we're we're in a total we're in a total haze. I can't believe it's been six months, and I also can't believe it's only been six months. I can't believe it's been six months. Like it's been. Six oh my god, I so though. understand that. You got a you got a mom song. Yeah, so I guess this just is a song that makes me think about my mom. Uh-huh. This is not about my motherhood, but yeah. we play this. This has a weird beginning, so I guess we can talk right now. It's an Action Bronson song. It's called Acting Crazy. This is off Mr. Wonderful. We brought this album up before. It's just a... Yeah, people gave me a lot of shit for liking this album when it came out because he was having that controversy where he was sounding like uh, another rapper. Like, oh, we'll talk about that in a second. the chorus right so he's like uh he's like uh uh that's why i'm out here acting crazy you know mom still your little baby like i do think that i put my mom through like a lot of shit you know what i mean like i like we were talking about like you know uh, us sort of like paying for uh the way we were when we were kids um and uh i definitely feel like uh you know my dad is like a very strict disciplinarian i feel like my mom went to bat for me a lot you know Mm. um so you know, I gotta, like, give her props for that, you know? And, uh, and I feel like, uh, you know, she gave me shit, sure, but I don't know. She's my mom, you know? What am I gonna do? I love her. I don't know. This uh, song is produced by Forty, who is the uh, the guy who produces all Drake's music, who's the guy that we learned has MS from uh, the uh, Push a T thing. I don't know. What do you guys think of this song? I love this track. I think it's a lot of fun. I feel like, um, I want to just go, like, right into my next track. Sure. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. We are at a minute seven, so. An hour seven? Oh, wow. I can talk. It's all right. 
It's a, it's motherhood. We gotta give it its, yeah. its due. This is your second song? This is my second track. I'm gonna talk through a little bit of the beginning, but this um this song's like super emotional for me. <laughs> This is Keith Basil's podcast. I'm like the Robin to his stern. Sure. You know, I would love to do my, I've thought about it for so long. Like I know exactly what I want to do. I I just, I need to do it. I just need to do it. Yeah. You're not going to move with Basil to LA, I assume. No. I'm going to miss him. I do love our dates. Sure, he's a nice fella. Well, and I like, I feel like I've known him for, I mean, so long. Yeah, it's crazy. shit, even I've known him for six I years. I mean, at le- I've known him for at least eight years. Yeah. Yes. I just realized, I don't know, it's crazy how long, I mean, I, the first time I met you was like seven, eight years Was ago. it a pressure? Yeah, it was I a think pressure so. open. Yeah. When I, I like, yeah, that's nuts. And that's then I nuts. stopped doing stuff a while, I moved away. It's crazy how long, like, the longer you stay in comedy, even if you're, like, in it or not in it, or you're, like, on the periphery. Yeah. And you just don't leave. You start knowing people, and I'm like, sooner or later, I'm just going to be like, yeah, I've known that person for 10 years. Right. Right. Yeah. Or like even the Dave like remembered that apartment with that huge bong. Like that was the best bong, man. Yeah, did you just discard that bong when you got like I think I gave it to kid? somebody. Oh okay. Yeah. How, how, that must have been like a three hundred dollar bong. Oh yeah, it was from my ex. Oh okay. It wasn't mine. Okay. I I, I still have my bongs. Okay. <laughs> we actually we, we we have a bong that Mary bought at uh at the ICP store in Detroit. Yeah. We haven't used it in a, quite some time. Oh yeah, no. Well, I, I Pull have, it out every once in a while. It's hard I, I to find the time show. for a bond. You know? It is hard to find the time for a bond. <laughs> I, I, I haven't smoked at all. In the... the first time that I did, I was like, I forgot I had a baby for a while. <laughs> so that was great. Do it when they're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This, this... I like this song. I've never heard it, but I like it. It's great. It's, it's fun, and it's about, like, how, like, the, the 
since the day. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of self-explanatory. Um, obviously, being a mom has totally changed me. I definitely feel like I am watching like, the whites of my eyes. Yeah, that, that line is like, deep. Every single day of my life. You now. just open them in the mirror and just go, okay. Yeah, I Wake up. I'm, ba- I'm barely asleep. I'm, I mostly am, am, am in a wake. That's the way I feel. I'm like, uh, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. I'm like, I really hope I get some rest at some point. You will. You will. But you're never going to catch up. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think we talked about catch up. Like no, you're never going to catch up. That's never going to happen. What do you mean catch up? Catch up with the sleep that you've lost? You'll never oh, catch yeah. up. There's no such thing. No, you'll never, you'll never get that back, but you will have restful nights. You know, like you will, you will wake up one morning and be like, oh, I'm rested. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on Sophie's sleep schedule basically now because I'm So do you work. sleep when she naps? Yeah, so I nap yeah, when she naps. That's I'll huge. Like, I'll like, not even on purpose, I'll like fall asleep um, and, on the couch. Yeah, You know what I mean? I'll like absolutely. put her down and I'll lay down on the couch. And absolutely. Um, I'm so jealous. Yeah, it, it's great. It, it's, yeah, that's hard. When Michael was home with him, when I went back to work and Michael didn't have a job, and so he was home with him, I would be, I would be mad at him that he didn't take a nap because he'd be complaining that he's tired. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Sleep when he sleeps. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, that's what it was like when the roles were reversed, when Mary didn't have a job and I had a job. Right, but you know what? I will say, and not to shit on Dave, because I think Dave has gotten a lot, lot, lot better about this, but I think at first, before he was, like, watching Sophie for longer periods of time, because right after I had her... He immediately had to like start studying and pass these two exams. It was like three exams. Three exams. It was it was a whole clusterfuck. Yeah. So if I slept too much when she slept, then like the house wouldn't get clean. I wouldn't. Oh my god. Or Or you want to call a friend? Or you want to throw a little laundry in? Or I need to clean the house? Or I need to take a shower? Right. And so (laughs) and so I often. Like, if I did sleep when she slept, he'd be like, what the fuck did you do today? And I had like, no appreciation it's for like, it. It's like, I, I, I slapped. I, I, I'd be like, I mean, dude, I was up 11 times feeding this yeah. kid. And then, yeah. But then, and then she know. shat. And then, yeah. and then my clothes got, and then I had to take a shower. And then, right. And then, like, on the days where I, like, and then I'd stop sleeping when she slept. Because I'd be like, if I sleep, then I'll never clean. I'll right. never cook. I'll never. It's such a nothing. hard balance. So, yeah, you, you have to, like, figure out what the fuck you're going to do. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, you've got one more track. Let's, I've, let's... Uh, well, this just reminds me of my parents. <coughs> no, no, I just have a young cowboy lives on the ring. I mean, who doesn't love James Taylor? See, that's another, that's a gap you have. That's a gap. This is like my parents, John Mayer. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) He's just a sensitive guy with a guitar. He's a sensitive guy with a guitar, man. Who had a heroin problem. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, we're talking about musicians here. No. No. They like that. Were they hippies? No. My mom was. My mom was like a stoner Led Zeppelin person. Okay, okay. And my dad was just as straight-laced as they come. <laughs> like, I didn't even think my dad... I don't think my dad laughed until 1986. Okay? So, he definitely was not getting a well, like Taylor. This is like a lullaby. I mean, my parents would sing this to me to go to sleep. This is just a, a lullaby. Good night, you moonlight ladies. Rock the sweet baby Jane. 
Baby James is like 50 now. Wait, is that his son? His brother, Livingston Taylor's son. His oh. nephew. I just assumed he was talking about himself. I don't know because his name is James Nope, it's about Livingston Taylor's son. I'm just so used to hip-hop when I saw the album cover and it's like, James Taylor, Sweet Baby James. I'm like, well, that's about him, obviously. Same thing with Jim Croce, you don't mess around with Jim. I'm like, yeah, you're going to get your wig split. You don't mess around with Jim. Like, I just assumed they were talking about themselves. Well, he's also like talking about Boston here. He says... Yeah, the Berkshires seem dreamlike. You know, the Berkshires are in Boston, like in Massachusetts. Like he's talking about. You ever seen that really thin house in Boston? The thin house? The, you know? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's yeah. Like the thinnest house in America or something. It's on a corner. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's, like it's right by BU where I went. Go, um. Terriers. Terriers, alright. Yeah. They're adorable. <laughs> they are lap dogs. Um. Well, I mean, any <laughs> final thoughts at Motherhood before we, we play? I mean, I'm sure that if you do another Motherhood episode again, we could go into a whole new genre, you know, because it's just always changing. We could, we could do, like, literally just a talk episode on Motherhood. Yeah, it's, and it never, and it wouldn't be enough. And it wouldn't be enough. And it wouldn't be enough. And I also want to shout out to Leah. She brought us two packs of extra diapers. Hell and yeah. not just any diapers, but honest company <laughs> diapers. And I respect that a lot. Well, we're out of threes, you know? We don't use threes anymore. I'm like, what am I going to do with these threes? Oh, Mary might need diapers! Yeah, we, we're on threes, right? We are on threes. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, I mean, oh my god. We're on fours, which is crazy. I mean, but those are overnights. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited because I got really... Uh, I got really snobby about diapers recently and uh, honest diapers fit my snobbery yeah honest is pretty awesome it's worth the money alright so thank you for uh, listening to um, press me with music Um, please rate review on iTunes you're holding your phone right now just give us a five star review and let us know that's a good offer yeah go to the machine culture website for all of the podcasts uh, you can find our Spotify playlist there uh, you can listen to my other podcast the Palm Pilots um, I think I have some shows coming out I'm trying to remember what they are um, I'm doing a show with uh, July 12th I'm doing a show at Phyllis's Musical Inn in July, let's see here. Um, July 26th, I'm doing um, a show at the Celtic Crown. No, oh, that's right by where I live. I live next door to there. Where is that? That's in Lincoln Square. You still in Lincoln Square? Yeah. We wanted to live there. We couldn't get in. Yeah. We were not. Yeah. yeah. We actually applied to a place there, and they were like, you don't think you Yeah, this guy just happens to not uh, run credit and stuff. Good. Alright, well, uh, this is uh, DMX for Friday's Anthem. What did he do again today? Oh, he uh, shot his uncle. Shot his uncle. Allegedly. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Oh, wait, did you want to plug your social media or anything? Oh, no, I'm fine. I mean, you can follow me on Leah Berman. <laughs> did you see that movie Down to Earth with uh, Chris Rock? This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.